we do not care. I'm on go mode. We on go mode. Got the shooters and the straps going dumbo. Got the baddie on the camera going GoPro. Got the baddie on the Come on, you know the vibe. I'm on go mode. We on go mode. Got the shooters in the bag going dumbo. Got the baddie on the camera going GoPro. Got the baddie on the camera going. Uh, take her to the bag, hit it from the back. Pulling on her hair, says she like that. Y'all know the vibrations, man. Come on. Like that. Hold on, take a pill. I'll be right back. Shooter shooting just for the stats. Bitches sniffing just for the cash. Told Shorty slow down, she don't want to pace. I'ma let her live, I don't want a case. Like Tiger, let me get a taste. Told a bitch nigga, get up on my face. What? Big man. Yo, 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 yo. Ear, 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 ear. What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? It's your boy Q, man. And it's a three day weekend podcast right now. Okay, live and direct coming to your earphones. Or now you see what I did there. That was like a bar. I like it. I like it. I like it. But what's up, man? How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing good. Me, I'm doing amazing. I feel good. I feel great. Okay. Everything is is going all right for me right now, man. You know, as you just heard, that was uh my latest single because I'm a rapper now, like everybody else. And I'm just kidding. I'm not a rapper. But I do do that for fun, just playing around. So that's what that was in the beginning there. So if you hate that song, go ahead and uh, never play it again. And uh, actually, you can turn off this shit right now because it's probably horrible. But either way, we're in the building. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Um, It was a long weekend. Unspeakable drinking happened this weekend from Thursday all the way to Sunday, man. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend. And if you know how that is in Boston, you know how they get down up here. These Irish motherfuckers, man, they like to drink. They like to turn up. So I was uh, over there with them, man. My black ass was celebrating right with them, drinking a whole bunch. So it feels, uh, it's hurting a little bit, but I do feel good. My spirits are high. That's what it is. My my spirits are good because ultimately I do feel kind of um, fucked up. You know, you know, I got that, I got that groggy look. People see in the video, I got, you can see my eyes. I still have to sleep in my eyes. You know, it's way too late in the day for me to still have some damn sleep in my eyes. But that's okay. We are here to rock out. Give y'all a good show. Let me get these drops out the way. Tune in and lock in. We do not care. Oh, come on. Let me get this out of the way first. I am not supposed to be here today. There we go. Okay, this is episode 12 of season two. To let y'all know, man, we got a, some bullshit to get into. To be honest, it's not a lot of shit to get into today. I was going to go ahead and lie and say there was all this shit I want to talk about. But in reality, there isn't. There isn't. There isn't much. Um, so anyway, I see the timeline is lit right now. It's turned up. See people going crazy out there. They are saying uh, they're, they're battling, as they always do over there in the timeline, um, between... Uh, the, the topic of, I'm saying crazy shit right now, but the topic of transgender women in sports. Um, in particular, they're talking about uh, this woman. Her name is Leah Thomas. She's a swimmer. She's a great swimmer at that, um, but she is transgender. So this has people saying, uh, is this okay? Is this right? Should, be, should she be able to participate? Personally, I think uh, she should be. She's a woman. And if we go into this you know, this this rabbit hole of now we're not letting transgender, you know, women or men play sports. Uh, 
it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly. It's like a slippery slope because so we're just saying that if you if you transition, you can't play sports at all. So if your decision uh, on being on transitioning, if you are an athlete, is gonna be based around you know if you're even allowed to play the sport anymore. I think that's crazy talk. I think we're we're gonna go down something that I'm somewhere we don't want to go. People that you know have to transition or you know feel they have to and. Uh, they shouldn't have to make a decision based on the sport they play. It shouldn't be, you know what, because that'll hold people back. And then we're kind of taking a lot of steps back when we do it that way. You know, like 10 steps forward and 11 steps back. Because now people are going to, they're going to go back to not, you know, transitioning or telling people. Or, you know, they're going to hold it in like they were doing in the past. And we don't want that. We don't want that. So I think the transgender women, the transgender men, they should be able to play, um, you know, what the, the sport they're in. And you're not going to put them in. You know, if, if she's a woman, you're not going to put her in the uh, the the man's sport. You know what I mean? The, the men's version or whatever. Because then that's also like, wait, so you're telling this person, you're acknowledging that they're actually not a woman. This is all fake and this is what you believe in. Uh, so take your ass over here to the men's swimming and battle there. And the bigger, the biggest problem that, you know, came up with the whole Leah Thomas situation was because her, her time as a... A male swimmer before she had transitioned, she was ranked, you know, very low somewhere it was like in the four hundreds or something like that. Which I, I get, I do get it. But as a woman, she's the number one ranked swimmer. Hey, the way I look at it is, she's killing shit. She's just she's just better than everybody else. I don't think there's an unfair advantage. I just think people have to get better. You know what I mean? Do you think this woman's gonna go and? battle against Katie Ledecky or something like you know what I mean like Katie Ledecky's still probably gonna win because she's a, a top swimmer gold medalist breaking records so I don't think it should come down to whether she's trans or not just the field has to get better because a lot of people were complaining about it a lot of women swimmers they were like this isn't fucking fair this bitch is fucking killing us She's tearing us up out there. This is fucking unfair. That's a man, right? People get disrespectful. When people get personally, like, when they feel something is personal to them, they start getting real disrespectful, crossing all them lines. So they get real, uh, you know, uh, they get real reckless sometimes with their words. They they, they start acting different. They, they throw all that PC shit out the window. They start, hey, that ain't no bitch. That's a nigga. That ain't, and then it's like, wait, why would you say that, first of all? You wasn't talking that way before. You was all inclusive. Now it's so. Oh, it's a man. It's a fucking woman's game. Oh, you motherfucker. That's some shit right there, ain't it? But, but yeah, so I think uh, they're going to have to leave it that way. You're going to have to just do better. And, and there were there were women actually in support of this as well. So it's not like this thing where uh, it seems as if no one's on the woman's side. Uh, there are people who... Um, are on her side so i think it's gonna ultimately work out uh for the better i think it's just something that people want to discuss obviously you may have boozy little boozy if you know anything about him he goes off all the time so he said his thing and was like sit your ass down come on man like he gets in his bag like stop swimming with the women man like and it's like oh come on boozy man we got to be inclusive now booze Booze, we we got to be inclusive, okay? That's just how it is. This is just how it has to be now. Unfortunately, I know it makes it. I makes a lot of people upset. Makes a lot of people upset, but it is what it is. And um, I hope Leah Thomas keeps killing it. 
Uh, and the people who are supporting her, keep supporting her. Keep showing that love. Because that's just how this world is going to have to work from now on. This is the new age. This is the new age. This is It is what it is, okay? so We do not care. Speaking of controversial people and topics and words and interviews, because Boozy obviously is the king of that, we have another one. My man Kodak. He's also known for saying a lot of out-of-pocket shit all the time. He's all he, he does this. This is a constant thing for Mr. Yak. You know, he never holds back. You know, if you know Kodak, he was had some trouble in jail. He was pardoned by Trump. So now he's all maggot out, which I can't blame him for that because if I was pardoned by the president, I'm going to support that motherfucking president no matter who the fuck he is, which is sad to say. But, hey, my life was on the line and he got me out of there when nobody gave a fuck. But anyway... Kodak was on The Breakfast Club about a week ago, and he had said, he, he was talking to Charlemagne. He goes up there a lot. He speaks with them a lot. And he was talking to them, and they got into the topic of signing women artists um, and, you know, like rappers and stuff like that, and the process and what they expect and how they go through it, because uh, we see the surge right now in women rappers, and uh, just like any other industry, unfortunately, women have to deal with a lot of bullshit when they do enter the workplace, that could be, like I said, it could be the music industry, which is already a nasty place, but then it could be just a regular corporate job. They have to deal with some bullshit. And it's sad, okay? It's sad what we're seeing out there. But they got into this topic, They, you know, a few months ago or a few years ago, actually, Ross had, Rick Ross had said something kind of similar where he had said uh, he doesn't want to work, you know, he doesn't hire women or you know, he doesn't, he tries not to hire good looking women or something like that because he, he's going to want to fuck. He's just, his urge is so strong that he can't control it. He's just going to want to have sex with the woman. It sounds a little crazy to me. I get what he's saying. I mean, this is, this is better than what I'm going to tell you Kodak said, because at least Ross is saying, I just don't hire them because I can't separate personal stuff and business. So whatever Kodak says though. That if he does sign a woman, he has to bust them down. This is his exact words, okay? I didn't make this one up. He has to bust them down. Um, that is very, very, very problematic, obviously, because, it, it, I mean, <laughs> I, shouldn't have to, I, I shouldn't even have to explain why that's problematic. He says he has to have intercourse with a woman he signs and he goes into explaining and he he really had some time with this because he went and explained this like in depth like he he was very articulate in this whole thing which is pretty interesting that this type of you know this thought process is a real thing so he says he has to do it because that's how you can uh that's how you get them to trust you that's how you kind of get you're able to control them uh that's pretty much what he was saying because he said She's going to be more partial to you if you're the one busting it down uh, over, you know, somebody else. You know, it feels like uh, another, you know, artist or another rapper or another exec that's trying to sign this woman. She is easily influenced and persuaded. But unless you are smashing her and she's your artist, she's going to be more partial to what you say. She's going to feel like she can be on your side uh, most of the time because she's going to she likes you. So he's pretty much saying this is how you get a woman to like you and this is how you treat a woman artist so they can stay with you and this is how you keep them so you can control them. Okay, that sounds uh, nuts to me, but he really broke this down. And 
I think it's fucked up, man. I really think it's fucked up. It's just you see what women have to deal with on a, a daily basis. It's it's like you can't go into any industry, you can't get into anything without a man uh, having to think about you sexually or get involved with you sexually. It, it, it's 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 fucked up, man. It doesn't it doesn't really even make sense to me because this isn't something you would say to a dude. I'd love to know what Kodak would say to a, a man in the same situation. How do you get how do you get a man to 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 not be easily influenced by another exec or artist? How do you how do you keep the man, Mr. Yak? What you doing, Mr. Yak? Is you fucking the niggas, Mr. Yak? Is you fucking the niggas, Mr. Yak? That's crazy. I mean, yeah, and there ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'm sure you would not say that on the Breakfast Club if you were fucking the niggas, Mr. Yak. I'm sure you would hold back on that one because, oh, that's gay. Well, yeah, well, it is. So it's always interesting to get into these topics is to listen to what some of these guys say on you know on the radio this was on the this was a radio interview like this was like public like this was real and we we know kodak i mean he's he acts like he's dumb i don't think he's dumb because he do be spitting i think he got he, he he's, he's a smart guy but he just they're so reckless sometimes what they say you can even see in the video because this was like a zoom interview like he was he wasn't actually in the breakfast club he was at like home somewhere and you could kind of see somebody comes from the side and is trying to tell him to chill out but it was just too late like he already started going off about the whole thing and this is clearly something that he truly believes in because even Charlemagne was like man you sure you can chill go that you can't be saying that like that that's crazy you know watch it and when Charlemagne is really disagreeing with you like that, because Charlemagne might let shit go on, but when he disagrees with you like that, that's when you know you kind of crossing the line. You kind of bugging out a little bit. So, I mean, women just protect yourselves, protect your energy, do what you got to do to uh, stay safe out there. Um, you know, watch out for what these dudes are doing, man. What they're trying to do, and if you do want to fuck the artist, go ahead and fuck the artist. But just know what they're trying to do and, you know, what they got in the back of their minds. They're trying. They got bigger. They're out there doing a bigger play there. And clearly the way Kodak was speaking, he believes that uh, women, uh, you know, are not as smart as men. They're not going to catch on. That's pretty much what he was saying. And Kodak, this is the same dude who said, uh, no, who was kissing his mother on the lips and grabbing her ass when he hugged her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fucking nasty if you ask me, man. Kodak is a nasty motherfucker, man. I'm telling you. And it's tough. I mean, I haven't listened to Kodak music in a long time. I used to be a very big Kodak fan back in the day. But, you know, ever since he'd been out of jail, he was in and out of jail, fucks up your momentum, and then he comes out, and this product for me ain't hitting the same. So I really ain't been listening to Kodak anyway. But after seeing some shit like this, man, we have to do something, gentlemen. We have to do something as as men. We have to take stands against this shit. We have to hold each other accountable. That's just my biggest thing. We have to, okay? We got too many sisters, too many mothers, too many, you know, nieces and aunts and grandmothers in this world for us to not hold ourselves accountable man this shit is getting nasty out here and it's only gonna get worse unless niggas start saying shit to niggas man oh man 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 anyway man we do not care <laughs> let's let's move on let's move on so I have, you know, this random thought segment that I was obviously I did it a little bit last week but I, I want to kind of I'm gonna keep going with it 
I'm gonna keep going with him, and I think it's a great fucking segment because this is how I just get off shit that I've been thinking about all fucking week or shit that happens to me. But I want to start with this. Do y'all remember the Uber pool days? I forgot what Lyft had one too, but I forgot what Lyft called it. Them was some real nasty days. When you think about right now, when now because we're just only, you know, they'll probably never bring that back with COVID and all that. But the fact that you would get in the car with maybe three or four other random strangers, y'all would be chilling in the back as the Uber driver was just driving and would drop everybody off one by one. So now you know where this weirdo nigga live. You know where this girl live. You know where all these people was going to their destinations. It's and it was like you were saving a good amount of money. So I get why people were doing it. But when you think about how unsafe this was, we well, especially when what we see what Ubers and Lyfts is doing now. Them drivers, nigga, come on. Now you put me in the car with three of these niggas. Come on. It, it, it was it was so it was unsafe times. I had a couple times, man, where. You know, that just saved my life. And as much as I'm saying it was unsafe, uh, you know, after the uh, late night, you know, at the club and shit, nigga, you go and some of them Ubers and shit used to be crazy. The prices with the surges and all that. You look at that Uber pool shit, nigga, you'd be like, damn, that shit's about $30 cheaper. I'll take that. The only problem is you don't know when you're going to get home because you don't know where all these people live. It's not usually on the way as... As they try to make it seem Sometimes that shit is like Out of the way You can be like driving And you can be like Damn nigga If we just like Bang this left If we just went down That street right there Nigga my crib is right there Nigga But you can't nigga They're gonna they're gonna go with Whatever Lyft or Uber Has set up already So now you gotta drive All the way to the other side Of the town Then you gotta come back And get your ass out the car And go to your house Man you leave the club at 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you ain't going to get home till about 3, okay? Now you done did a whole hour trip. Now you regretting saving that damn $30. Because now you in the car, you having some conversations. I had some real conversations with folks in the back of them cars sometimes. You know what I mean? Or some real drunk people. Yo, this shit is crazy, son. I remember one time I was sitting there. I got in the car, and there was this girl. She was in the back seat, man. She was fucking drunk, man. I'm telling you. Passed out, slumped over, like, all the way. You know what I mean? Because my belly's in the way, so I can't fold myself down. But she was folded like a chair. Folded like a lawn chair, flipped over, head crazy, just drunk. And I'm like, bro, this is some sicko shit right here. Like, how is this okay? How, how is this okay to anybody? Because now I'm sitting there thinking, if this girl throw up, it's going to hit my sneakers. It might even hit my legs. And we talking about, obviously, all throw up is nasty. When it's a random stranger you don't know that, you'll probably never see again. Now I got to get this shit on me. And now this derails the whole thing. Like I said, you're not going to get home until 3 a.m. now. And it just ain't safe. It ain't fucking safe. And we was doing that shit. We was killing that shit heavy. Heavily, man. Heavily. I remember even as a driver, that shit was terrible. I used to be just driving, nigga, and I have like five niggas in my shit. Everybody be tight, scrunched up. Uh, a motherfucker be in the passenger seat next to me, elbows touching and shit. I look like a goddamn bus driver, nigga. I'm like, I ain't signed up for this. I ain't signed up for this. But I guess I did when I agreed to fucking drive for them. I used to hate that shit, man. Cause they just start adding that shit, nigga. You really at that point, nigga. You really like a uh, like a dollar van in New York or something, man. That shit is crazy. Niggas is hopping in and out of your shit. I can't imagine now with the vid, nigga. Oh, nigga, niggas. Listen, Uber is already hotbeds for the vid. This shit would be like a double, triple hotbed for the COVID, man. That's crazy shit. It's crazy fucking shit, man. This. I hope they never bring it back, which I don't ever think they will. With the way shit is right now, they still making us wear masks in Ubers, so. 
I don't think they'll ever go back to the Uber pool, but good times, good times. We do not care. <laughs> but speaking of lifts and Ubers, man, I want to shout out to my great grandmother, man. She she refuses. She refuses to sit down anywhere. You know, in the words of Boozy, sit your ass down, man. But no, no, I'm just kidding. That's disrespectful. But she 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 won't chill. She won't chill. She's an older woman, man. She's uh She's not even actually she's not even 80 yet, but she's getting close to no, she actually is 80. She did she is 80. Um and she won't sit down. She 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 uh always likes to stay on the move as much as she possibly can. I mean, I remember one time she came over to my house for, you know, just so it was like one of the it was Thanksgiving or something, man. And she was lit, right? She was lit, but she wasn't that lit. And so she said she had failed the other day, so her hip was kind of messed up, but she wasn't sure. But when we're walking her out to the car, she got her little walker. She's she's like, I can't walk no more. I'm like, Mother, what you mean you can't walk no more? We're we, we walking you to the car right now. She's like, I'm not going to be able to go down them stairs. He said, all right, Mother. But she's like, I'm like, I could lift you up right now and get you right to that truck. So she, she, she was reluctant at first, but she was like, I can't walk. You don't have to do this. So I lifted her up. Picked her up, I damn near threw her on my shoulder, walked her down the hill, down the stairs, and got her in the damn truck, man. She 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 she's she's crazy. We come to find out she had a damn broken hip and she was still moving around. Yo, she's nuts, man. I'm telling you, but to this lift story, so this is this something she just told us recently. She she needed to go to the grocery store. Usually my mom goes for her because uh, it's just easier that way. But my grandmother, this great-grandmother this day, she said, no, I'm going to go ahead and do it myself. Doesn't tell anybody. She wants to go down the stopping shop. It's right down the street from her crib. She calls the lift. She goes to get in the lift, having trouble getting lift because it's a higher car lift driver i guess was just looking off in this space seeing a damn old lady trying to get in his car she's having trouble who came to the rescue she looks to her right she sees a man laying on the ground in blankets covered oh a homeless man he decides to get up and ask her hey man you need any help she says i just hope he does not smell ask for the help Gets the help. The man lifts her up just like as I did and throws her in the van or the truck. And she she took her way down the stop and shop. Got out. Fine, I guess. Shopped that stop and shop. Got all her damn groceries, man, and made her way back home. And I got to get props to my great grandmother. She will not chill. Okay. She will not chill. Hold on. We got to give her that, man. We got to give her that. Because I feel like a lot of the time as young people, we try to tell our grandparents to sit down. Chill out. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to be messed up. And we want you here as long as we possibly can. We want you to be comfortable, safe, and happy. But but you have to think about it from their perspective, man. They ain't trying to sit down. You know what I mean? Especially if they made it to a certain age already. They trying to live. They, they trying to live. Trying to live the rest of their life, man. They trying to do more things that they haven't done. Okay? So we got we to gotta let them do that stuff. And they're not stupid. You know what I mean? They're old enough to know that, okay, if you, if you fall, you might, you might break your hip. You might still want to go outside. You know, sometimes you might need the homeless man to lift you up and get you in the cars. It's just, that's just the way life is, man. We got to let them keep doing their thing. And we got to let them uh, keep on moving, man, because we all hope that, you know, one day, God willing, we do make it to that age and we're able to still kind of shake and bake and shake and bake. So you got to be happy for that, man. I love my great grandmother. I love you. I love you. We do not care. Okay. <laughs> tell you this is the random thought segment so i'm just firing shit off now this is what i gotta do this is this is great i want to know man 
how many of y'all, if you got a girl or not? Well, if you, if you ain't got a girl and you're doing this, my nigga, you was down bad. But how many of y'all are starting shows with women? If, I'm, if you are, I'm telling you, stop doing that shit right fucking now. Get your own shows. This shit is out of control. So I do watch a TV show, and we share shows all the time, me and Shorty, man. And it it gets annoying, because they can be so indecisive. And this is not a this is not a slight against women. This ain't like an all women kind of thing. But I've just seen this pattern enough to know what I'm talking about. So they're indecisive. So when you're watching a show and you're really trying to get into it, you're trying to bang it out, you want to binge, and no, they might not be in the mood to binge that one that day. So now you gotta watch the other one that y'all are sharing together. And you might not be in the mood for that, but you gotta do it because the woman is always right. Ain't that right, fellas? Ain't that fucking right, man? Ain't that fucking right? We do not care. But <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the best thing you can do in this life, fellas, is start watching your own shows. Have have a, a good chunk of shows set up for yourself that you're not going to share with your woman or somebody else. This is going to be only you because it's such a peace of mind when you know that you can just watch all 10 of these fucking episodes right fucking now if you wanted to. Okay, having to wait... Especially when it's a good show You have to wait And when they're ready And all that Man, 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 man Fuck that Watch your own shit I, I say honestly Have a minimum of like Five shows That you're watching on your own Because it's gonna come in handy A lot of the time man It's gonna come in handy And it's just It's just more of a piece It's got a It's a peace of mind Kind of thing So Shout out to that fellas Go ahead and Stop sharing the shows With your women Where shit's over with That shit is done Okay you know, you can have one or two, but leave it at that. Leave it at that. We do not care. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, man, before I get up out of here, y'all, I did want to give y'all some recommendations because I do be watching shit. Like I said, I told niggas they even got to have a minimum of five. So let me tell you, right now I'm watching this show on HBO. It's called Winning Times, a brand new show. Uh, it chronicles the time, uh, the 80s of the Showtime Lakers, the LA Lakers. Uh, I know some women are probably saying right now, oh, boo, sports, nah, I don't care. But no, I'm telling you, it's not like a documentary, docu-series or anything like that. It's actually just like a real show that... Uh, is actually made after a book. A guy wrote a book in the 80s about that team, and it got real raunchy. It got real fucking into the mix of things, and it, it was really showing the dark side of these guys because, you know, we see Magic Johnson, how happy, you know what I mean? Other guys we see, they, we're like, oh, they're such good people, which they still could be, but, man, this really shows the real them, so I suggest you watch that show. Uh, even if you don't know anything about the Lakers or care, you're going to like the show anyway because it gives us everything we want in terms of drama, um, you know, fucking yeah drama what else do we want drama comedy uh you know coming of age stories and shit like that like it gives you all of it and you don't even have to like sports you know what i mean it's not like you have to love basketball to watch this show if you do love basketball then even better because if it's kind of cool seeing it but you don't even have to all right I, I gave this show out to a couple people already a couple actually and they said they love it together so hey take that take my word on that and then I'm going to tell you all about Abbott Elementary. Okay, I, I'm kind of late on this, to be honest. I, I know a lot of people have been talking about this. They've been going crazy with it. Uh, you know, it's by Quinta Brunson, man. Shout out to her. She wrote and directs this whole show. Uh, it's really good. It's kind of like the type of show. It's the, you know, where shows is breaking the fourth wall and things like that. It's like this people, uh, they're filming the school for whatever reason. And it's an elementary school and all the teachers, man. But every role in this show, it's a comedy, but every role is just perfect. Uh, the placements are great. 
the the comedy, the jokes are fucking great. I think this is a show for everybody. It's 20 minutes, 20 25 minute episodes. So it's shit that you can watch, you know, very mindlessly, very quick. There's nothing crazy, you know what I mean? So you can really get into this stuff. It's good. It's good. It's funny. So if you like that office style, you know, Parks and Rec, Superstore, like that kind of vibe with the camera moving, the talking to the camera interview shit, you'll fucking love this show, man. I'm telling you, it's a great fucking show. Okay, with that being said, though, this was a great episode. Let me episode. get this out of the way. Oh, nigga. This was a great episode, man. I feel real energized now. Like I feel like I could do a whole bunch of shit right now, and I'm probably not going to do anything. But anyway, if you haven't followed, if you haven't liked, if you haven't done anything, then fuck you. But if you have listened, then I've got love for you. So I will, I'll take that back. But go ahead and do all that if you, if you haven't. Follow me on IG. Follow me on TikTok, Big Q Made It, the three-day weekend pod, uh, Q Avery TV on YouTube for the vid. And uh fuck with me, man. Fuck with me. This is this is uh this is a uh, it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a long, good ride. Okay, this is gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm telling you that now, y'all. We got big things on the way, and um I'm excited. Say so you can say you were here at the beginning. See, this ain't really the beginning, beginning. We, but this is the beginning in the grand scheme of things, man. We're gonna do a hundred episodes, two hundred episodes, three hundred. We're gonna be fucking lit, man. But I love y'all as always. Y'all have a good rest of your day, night, morning, evening, lunch, whatever you was doing. I appreciate you. We is out of here, man. Damn. Tune in and lock in.